0: Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. coming. No. When
1: do we start? Hey, welcome back. Happy spring! It is officially spring. It has sprung. Well. And
0: Maybe we just heard the you listening to an Instagram ad? I don't know.
1: Uh, no, it wasn't an Instagram ad. Great. Well, I was waiting for you to say that you were like card reader. Or I will, and I am like, well, I yeah, yeah. The card. I could sit here and watch you diddle around with some buttons, or I could entertain myself mindlessly on social media for forty-five seconds. Oh, there you go. And both were mindless entertainment.
0: Welcome back. We got all kinds of stuff coming at you today, hard and fast. You you won't even believe it. I I I cannot believe it. You can. It's the same stuff that's (laughs) here (laughs) as It's the same. I like how you're
1: like, this is going to be spectacular. Actually, it's the same old shit. (laughs) Well,
0: I mean, it is, but it's you know, it's comfortable. It's good. You know what I like is that solid ass quality. Still
1: still daylight when we record the show now. There's like you know signs of hope. Daylight is longer.
0: What what signs of hope are there? There's hope of a third world war.
1: No, I mean the sunshine is out. This
0: week we'll be dealing with the Ukraine issue and how to solve
1: it. it. I mean, the trees are greening. I guess nuke Russia. The trees would be dying. (laughs) That's the solution, right? Uh, well... No,
0: just kidding. Please don't do that, dear, dear Lord. What's terrifying is... No, I don't actually want to go down this rabbit hole. Oh, I was just gonna... I went with the stupidest and most extreme idea, and it's not a real one.
1: I was just going to say that I had read recently about Bath Ironworks being in the works of developing an ability for the, the warships that we have to be like retrofitted to fire some sort of new age weapon. And I'm like, well, that sounds like that'd be a place I'd want to bomb if I were another country. And then I found this thing called Nuke Map, and you can detonate a nuclear weapon anywhere in the world that you want, and it would give you like a radius. Great. Depending on the size of the bomb, we might be okay here in Winthrop great but if it's the big bomb like the biggest bomb they ever did the czar bomba oh goodbye it's nice telling you you would we would be so like, not
0: like nba player mo bomba
1: uh no 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 i think that um, mo bomba would be cooler than czar bomba <laughs> both big but in different ways
0: uh what are we going on this week um not a solution to uh i wonder how potential potential safe would be in the basement war. of
1: your house Probably not. You're not. We're, your basement is not really. It's like a half basement.
0: I'm sorry. I don't have enough of a bunker for you. Well,
1: I mean, I'd still come over here.
0: <laughs> it's like hold your loved ones close. Then you just walk in. and You're like, hey, <laughs> I'm here. I needed a place to go. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, we okay, got on this week. We got the news. All kinds of news. Like we spend all the other major holidays together. Why not the apocalypse? <laughs> Casting news, comics news, movie uh. news, all kinds of news we got this week in video game history some biggies this week got sports reports also some biggies this week we're gonna be screaming and streaming talking about picard yes we're also gonna be talking about a time that jimmy olsen married a gorilla
1: might add against his will
0: and they definitely boned and that's weird
1: well it's not not normal i'll tell you that and your questions so yes
0: i don't know i guess let's just dive into
1: it the news before we get started does anyone want to get out?
0: It's time for the news. Well, there we go. There's our news horn, as we always have it.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: it was announced this week that Paul Dano, um, beloved Riddler actor, will be writing a prequel comic for the Batman, explaining his origins in Riddler year one. Is it called I Drink Your Milkshake? <laughs> I did not like him in that movie.
1: He got the shit beat out of him with a bowling pin different movie
0: we're talking about the batman here
1: oh yeah okay good point i was like no i'm pretty sure and there would be blood there will be blood it was i drink your milkshake and he gets bludgeoned to death with a bowling pin
0: to be fair, that movie came out in 2007 i probably haven't seen it since 2008 or 9 oh, okay
1: well been an oil man
0: been a minute enjoyed it i haven't revisited it very much i did not like his performance i don't mind him as an actor i the riddler i think was probably the weakest link of that movie because just like sp- high-pitched screaming ave maria is not interesting
1: no but i mean whatever
0: and uh, also just having to be like a, i'm gonna suffocate you with duct tape and give you the world's most obvious riddles and I, I just didn't like the character so the idea of like we're doing a year one prequel comic i'm like
1: well, jim carrey's riddles in his version of the Riddler are also not the world's toughest riddles
0: no i was thinking about the movie like he moves his nuts around and there's a side sound effect when he does it, it's like Mah. He rearranges his balls and yeah, and then he and, spits like yeah, a baseball player. And yeah, a, and they added a noise. Yes, they did. Yeah, it's not great. No, but also a- I don't like Paul Dano's Riddler either. All right, it's well, not my go. thing. But yeah, sure, write a prequel comic that I'm not going to read because I didn't like you. Apparently, Godzilla versus Kong is getting a sequel. Godzilla versus Kong round two fight. Kong's revenge. I don't know.
1: I mean, well, didn't why would it be Kong's revenge? Kong won. He no, pe- he didn't. He lost. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Godzilla just beat and, the shit out of him. And then he
0: put the axe down. He's like, "This is a sign of respect." I yeah. also I rule the center of the earth now. Yeah. That so, movie got weird. It did get weird. I haven't watched it since it came out. Uh I just remember it being real weird. Yeah, there but was a
1: lot going on in that movie. Like
0: I have an axe made out of, one of like your ancestors' dorsal fins and I'll put it down but now I rule this like weird anti-gravity spot in the center of the world cuz I'm a big monkey.
1: Yeah, but it's the hollow earth theory. It's weird. It was a weird movie.
0: Well, it's not meant to be normal. But apparently a sequel be in the works later this year in Australia. Ah. Kong down under. I don't I don't know it whatever. I'm not going to get mad about Kong and Godzilla punching each other or a different thing, and destroying the Sydney Opera House. That happened in uh, 2004's Godzilla Final Wars. Oh. Um it's a it's a really bad but very entertaining movie. It was basically kind of like pitched is like this is the last godzilla movie so it's basically godzilla versus every one of his enemies ever but also there were all these human characters and they were all fighting each other at the same time and it was kind of like a really shitty matrix so godzilla goes to sydney to fight um the american godzilla the one from 98 they just call him zilla and he throws him through the sydney opera house and he blasts him wow with his atomic breath while like new metal music is playing in the background. It's my kind of movie. It sounds like Godzilla: Final Wars is a lot of fun. <laughs> it sounds. It's like, real bad, but f- oh boy, is it fun! Is
1: it like the Rampage of Godzilla movies? I never saw the Rampage movie. Well, no, but like the game, like video game is. I too. know
0: there, but there was a with The Rock did yeah, it a few years ago. Dwayne,
1: it. Friend of the show, Dwayne Johnson. Oh yeah, friend of the show, <laughs> huge listener. Yeah, Patr- yeah Patreon <laughs> subscriber. Imagine if he if you did like find a Patreon. It was like The Rock, but he's only giving you a dollar a month. No, i think he can afford it would you be upset if it was only just a dollar from the rock
0: no i think he can afford it. you would highlight I- the
1: show patreon subscribed show by dwayne johnson
0: um but sure another one of these i'm i'm for it like the i don't know i don't even remember how we reviewed it it's like it's fine i guess it's it's okay i feel like it, it was entertaining at least yeah i, f- I feel like that was I don't know. That's my consensus right now. Uh, Not a good movie, but entertaining. And like, why did Godzilla leave when he was just fucked fucked up on a boat?
1: Yeah. He was about to make it happen. And
0: also, why are there so many like random betrayals? I don't know. I don't remember. I watched
1: it once. I don't know.
0: Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Guess what? He's been casting.
1: Uh, Is it some sort of Back to the Future thing?
0: No, it's the Mandalorian season three. Great Scott. We're getting Christopher Lloyd. I love it. I know what he's doing. Heavy. I mean,
1: he killed Kirk's son. He did. He did kill Kirk's son. He was on a flying train. He was also on a flying train, which I still don't understand how he was able to make that using 1880s technology. He was in a book. Maybe he was a book once in some
0: Macaulay Culkin half-live, half-animated movie from the 90s. I don't remember.
1: Oh, that was the Pagemaster. Ah,
0: Pagemaster. There we go. (laughs) Uh,
1: Let's see. What else was Christopher Lloyd in? Taxi. He was in Taxi, the TV show Taxi uh whatever we've seen him
0: whatever it's awesome christopher lloyd is gonna be in the mandalorian
1: season I'm like yeah fuck it bring it who doesn't love christopher lloyd christopher lloyd's awesome he's very old i feel like we're missing something that he was in yes he has a long and storied but no career. like important surf ninjas was wow. he in surf ninjas not to my knowledge i just threw out a movie you, oh he's in dennis the Menace. oh the adams family he was uncle fester in the adams family oh that's good casting as yeah and he was also in who framed roger rabbit Yeah, um, as Judge something. Oh, my God. He was in a lot of stuff that we omitted. I I know you don't like the list, but just three more. He was in Angels in the Outfield. Yep. I watched that all the time in the 90s. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
0: I do not even remember him in that. He was in that?
1: Yes, he was. I
0: haven't seen the movie in a while. And he was
1: also in Clue.
0: I don't remember that either, but also a movie I haven't seen in a while.
1: Let's not forget, though, he was also in Suburban Commando, which was, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember Suburban Commando.
1: (laughs) Do you really? Sorry to say. Wow.
0: Yeah. Whatever, Christopher Lloyd in The Mandalorian.
1: Oh, He was also in uh, the DuckTales movie. He was one of the voices. Oh, woo. That's a great great movie. Which a lot of the scenes from the movie were the opening credits of the TV show.
0: Daredevil. We saw him recently in Spider-Man No Way Home. The Kingpin was in Hawkeye, getting electrocuted and fucked up from every possible angle. Well, apparently, to the shock of no one, and this is from a uh, relatively reliable source, a Daredevil reboot quote unquote is in the works
1: ah does it take place somewhere other than hell's kitchen
0: i think it's a case of we're gonna try and just introduce like an audience to the character again clearly they're using charlie cox again as daredevil because you know he's already come back as that character
1: is it gonna take place in hell's pantry
0: yes hell's pantry hell's
1: foyer hell's mudroom hell's den i've
0: been through hell's kitchen um they're doing fine these days oh they are (laughs) yeah that's because daredevil cleans shit up (laughs) a lot of money yeah uh this doesn't surprise me and they like you'll see the internet being like, they're gonna like make it disnified. Like you know they were like back in the show before, right? When it was yeah. like all connected with everything and like things were all like gritty and he's punching people in a hallway and and a long one or a one that's faked.
1: Ah. I'm actually looking up something that's been Disnified or un well, I don't know how I would classify it. Are you just saying this so I won't strike your phone? No, it's it's legitimate. I had seen Oh yes. Apparently, speaking of Disney they, are, they have replaced a same-sex kiss that's going to happen in the Buzz Lightyear movie coming out. They originally took it out, and now they're putting it back in. Not that it cool. matters to me, whatever, but I don't think there's ever been a same-sex kiss in a Disney movie, has there?
0: No, I mean, what I, was a few years ago when they were doing that um, live-action Beauty and the Beast. There all this hubbub that, like, Josh Gad's character was going to be gay, but, like, the most they show is, like, he danced at arm's length with a man for three seconds or something.
1: Yes. So there you go. Because you're, like, disney Well,
0: no, I was... I, my thought in my head was like Can we just, like it doesn't matter anymore it's just fine just do whatever
1: no because now everyone's like i'm not gonna go see the lightyear movie that are well not everyone but people who are like
0: whatever i wasn't gonna see it because i didn't see the last toy story movie
1: no i haven't seen the last toy story either
0: and the only reason i saw the toy story before that is because you made me go it's
1: a good movie
0: <laughs> i saw it that one time i remember they were gonna all get like burned to death and john goodman was like an evil pink bear that's true that's about all i remember. Yes star trek brave new worlds a show that hasn't even premiered yet oh yeah has been greenlit for season two
1: well that's good they must like what they already have and uh, this happened like right after we finished
0: recording when the news came out i'm like "Eh, i hate it when that happens but whatever
1: but in their season
0: two keeping in mind season one hasn't had its first episode yet they have cast a new james t kirkland really yes an actor named paul wesley who i don't think i've seen in anything but they showed him like in the kirk garb Oh. No. But they're calling him Kirkland?
1: No, that uh, that was just me having fun. Um, James Tiberius?
0: Yes, James Tiberius Kirk.
1: His name is not Kirkland. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It'd <laughs> be funny wow. if it was. Uh, I <laughs> like that just believed it for it didn't, a second. It didn't really land. You believed in my lies. No, not all of them. I'm trying to see who the this guy, what he's been in. Paul Wesley. There's a picture of him next to Justin Bieber. He was in The Vampire Diaries. He was in Smallville. The OC, Roll Bounce. Don't even know what that is. But it started Little Bow Wow and Nick Cannon, so you know it's got to be good. Oh. Mm. No, he was in Smallville, though. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you're wanting to know what he was in Smallville. I'll tell you.
0: I watched less of Smallville than you think I did. Oh,
1: I thought you were a Smallville. Well, maybe some of our listeners really like Smallville.
0: I definitely saw less than half of Smallville.
1: He was Lucas Luther in Smallville, for those of you who care. Okay. So there you have Good it. Good old Lucas. Yes. Some relation to Lex Luther. Funnier if it wasn't. Uh, I'm sorry to disappoint you.
0: Yeah, sure. Why not? I guess cast another Kirk. I'm not against. There's already a young Spock in there, but that made sense because this is supposed to be the Enterprise before Kirk takes over. So that makes sense that you have, um, based on you know that unaired pilot, that you have Pike, that you have Number One, that you have Spock, like all these characters that were there. But if you're just adding in Kirk, it's like, are you? Are we going to be moving too far into? We're just redoing the original series without calling it that. It, it, but at that point again like, i haven't seen a minute of the new show because it's not out yet but still like okay okay, i'm not against it if it's you know done well enough and i mean chris pine has done it and i think he does a wonderful job as yeah part. he
1: was a wonderful kirk where he's not doing an impression but like there's well he's also like not handcuffed by having to do an impression because he's a different timeline kirk
0: there's this one line that he does in the first one it was like there's one line that he does is like shatner but like everything else is pretty straightforward it's like, yeah. spock we can do this
1: yeah there's a little bit of that there's There's a little bit of the cadence there's one shatner kind of the shatner cadence as it would be the shat
0: sure uh why not i they did a great job of recasting spock so and i like i like the guy who's doing spock so hopefully it'll be kind of the same but who knows fascinating
1: and in broadway news oh okay yes we big broadway people here fuck you i am no i'm not saying i'm not. i've been to broadway shows <laughs> i've been to a lot yes you have more than i have but i enjoy um, a good musical
0: well this isn't a musical okay it's gonna start off in london and then eventually make its way to broadway probably not with its star though
1: in the west end yes see i know my london theater too
0: ben stiller okay will be starring as jack torrance in an adaptation of the shining interesting there was previously a shining musical in like the 70s not
1: so interesting. <laughs>
0: uh you can find clips on youtube
1: it's not good can't imagine it would be <laughs> no
0: but yeah so starting off in london ben stiller will be in the shining i'll work and no play stage. make jack a dull
1: boy y- you know how ben stiller is super menacing yeah i saw him in mad men no you didn't yeah he was in mad uh i believe the movie was called Mad. what was it the- oh are you you're talking oh fuck that um pretty sure that movie was called mad men can't remember now. I know what you're talking about. Oh, maybe it wasn't called Mad Men. Mystery Men. That's what it Mystery was called. Man, there it is. My bad. It was not Mad Men. Like he was not in there with John Hamm. No, he was also. Uh, he was also in uh, Happy Gilmore as the really angry. Whatever. Not the point. Okay. Pen, oh, he's Pen, menacing in that. script. the shit out of me.
0: Ben Stiller is going to be Jack Torrance on the stage.
1: Here's Johnny.
0: That'll be weird. Yeah. But I mean, when it comes to New York, I'm going to go and do it. All right try and stop me
1: i'm not going I'll to fight you but yeah um, i don't want to fight you
0: <laughs> that's just a weird thing like ben stiller is jack torrance in the west end like, okay yeah like i enjoyed that mad lib sentence throw some words together word salad yeah i don't know <laughs> like I said, there's no way i'm not gonna see it when it comes to new york bitch i saw kong i'm going to this one
1: <laughs> yeah it's true you did go see kong <laughs> grand old
0: time all right that's it for the news no, We're gonna short
1: move... news this week
0: some spring cleaning of the news we're gonna move on from there to this week in video game history superhero landing coming up this week in video game history hit me oh i'll get fine i'll give you um i'll even give you the series but you have to tell me what versions came out oh okay in 1995 yes these two pokemon came games came out on the game boy advance
1: blue and red
0: nope that was the game boy regular
1: uh gold and silver
0: also possibly the regular game boy but i think you are you're getting at least combinations uh pink and orange it was ruby and sapphire nope don't get it
1: sapphire is a purple and ruby's a red that's close enough pink and
0: orange nope in 1996 on the playstation this horror franchise had its first game out that is notorious for having uh terrible terrible live action cutscenes. What year? Nineteen ninety-six. Horror franchise. You couldn't run and gun. You just had to stand there, point, and shoot, and it had the funniest cutscenes of all time that was done with real life actors who using the word actors is um
1: generous. Uh it's um uh Is it Evil Knight? No. Oh that was an arcade game. I don't know. It's Resident Evil. Oh, that's what I meant. Resident Evil. First
0: Resident Evil with hilarious, terrible live action actors. In two thousand three
1: the second version of this handheld system came out uh, in 2003. The second version, mm-hmm. it'd be the second version of the Game Boy Advance.
0: Yes, which was called the Game. Nope, no bell. The Game Boy Advance. Two letters. Uh, uh, Game Boy Advance HD. It was the SP. It was the Snake Pliskin. Whatever not really what it was but yeah uh the clamshell version of the game boy advance the way better one versus like the weird rectangle version that came out initially yeah. 2005 hey maybe you killed your family but you have to get revenge using your big old chain axes while you um rule over stuff ghost rider no oh like, my family's dead but i do like yeah you know i, I get where you were going with there Use some empirical thinking.
1: Thank you. I use my context clues. Yeah. Somebody who killed their family, but then has to go and avenge them. Yeah.
0: Against the gods.
1: Oh, against the god. Is that like god of war? It is god of war. The first god of war. Good for me. Look at me go.
0: That game has one fucking sequence where you got to do it just perfect. And I spent like two hours on it. And it pissed me off. Like, bring br- bring this we're, box we're, over to this one thing and then do this. We're actually very... being
1: told uh, from upstairs it was four hours bring this
0: box over do a very specific jump you're not going to uh, admit you, to it being four hours you have uh no time for any kind of error fuck that one i'm more likely part to believe
1: game. um alternate show co-host emily on this i mm, did not like that <laughs> you got thrown under the bus that was four hours and not two. Oh, i just didn't like that one part of the game i'm like
0: that did i having fun i'm playing some god of war oh my god i can't fucking make this jump god was it, god damn it was
1: it god, for- fuck Was it four straight hours that you worked on it? Uh, Or was it like four cumulative hours, like a little bit here and a little bit there?
0: Cumulative, but probably over like four sessions. Just me doing the same like 17 second thing over and over
1: and over and over. I would lose my mind. I was so mad. I would (laughs) lose
0: my mind. Um, Anywho, what's next? 2006. I don't know how to cue this one up, so I'm just going to say it. Elder Scrolls Floor. 2006, Elder Scrolls...
1: Elder Scrolls 4.
0: I had a, this, I haven't even been drinking. I had a salad. 2000- that was your first mistake. <laughs> 2006, Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion came out. Everyone played it. Everyone loved it. It was hard. Moving on to the next one. All right. 2007, this came. Oh,
1: mm, let's see if you can get this one. Okay, 2007.
0: Uh, based on the, it's been 15 years since this movie came out. is it 15
1: like it's been 15 years since the movie came out as we sit today or okay as
0: we sit today 15 years since the movie came out uh, i just did an interview with the director
1: (laughs) oh tmnt it is yeah the tmnt (laughs) game came out
0: it's um it's pretty easy straightforward good for like younger gamers but i do think it's hilarious is there a four-hour sequence in there Uh, no i (laughs) okay it's not that long of a game either but it's a game that's like we need to work together as teammates and brothers, but it's a single player campaign, and that's hilarious. Okay, like let's work together by yourself. And then in two thousand twelve, let's see if you can get this one. This one came out on the DS. Okay, Nintendo DS, or maybe the three DS. I don't know. Two thousand twelve. This is an I can't call it a major Nintendo title because it only had two games. There was one on the NES, then there was a sequel on the Game Boy, and then it was a totally dormant character until uh, Super Smash Brothers on the Wii and then got a sequel on the DS. It- so its last solo game was on the Game Boy after having a uh, NES original
1: game. It's was the- there a sequel in the NES original game? Nope, so there, that there, was there, out- there were just two games.
0: Then this character popped up in uh, Super Smash Brothers on the Wii. So, and then got a sequel uh, like five years after that on the DS.
1: So it's not Kirby. Nope. It's not Wario. Nope. It is... Is it Janus? Is it Metroid?
0: <laughs> no, it's not oh. Janus, which is also Samus.
1: Whatever. <laughs> little known But hey, Sam-
0: Samus's second game was on the Game Boy, so,
1: you know... I'm in the ballpark Partial credit. It's a so. little... It's a- little. Muted bell. <laughs> it's a little
0: boy. Oh, he's got wings. He's got some little swords. I can't. Uh, kid Icarus. Oh upri- yeah. Uprising came out uh, on the DS.
1: Uh, don't get too close to
0: the sun, there, kid. Yeah, the third game since uh the last one was on the Game Boy. Oh, okay. Hell of a time in between. All right. All right. That's it. That is it for this week in video game history. So, from Kid Icarus Uprisings to NCAA upsets, it's time for Jared Sports Report. Saint Peters. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bare-tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. I'm still doing okay with my Elite Eight.
1: Yeah, I, I got torched a little bit there, but whatever.
0: My, I, I certainly don't have a perfect bracket because of all the upsets, but my Elite Eight are looking pretty good. We'll kind of see how my Final Four shake as, out. As I'm doing okay. As I, may, have I Did I
1: tell you on the show what the odds of a perfect bracket are? No one's ever done it, so like 18 trillion to one. One in 9.4 quintillion. Wow. There are 9.4 quintillion ways to fill out your bracket. That means if you were filling out one bracket a second from the beginning of time, you would only be about halfway right now in filling out every possible permutation of the bracket. Whatever. But that's my, also not my like elite, my accurate... Elite 8 are okay.
0: I'm doing okay with the Elite 8.
1: It was the it was one of the fastest that all perfect brackets were eliminated on ESPN's website
0: yeah, because of like those two major upsets. Well yeah,
1: 2-12s and the 15 win so. Yeah, a 12, yeah, 2-12s and a 15 on the first day win.
0: Um I am admittedly not watching that much. It kind of goes year to year some years I'm like really into watching it. This is one of those years I've kind of
1: I like the first weekend a lot and it. like part of the second weekend. But that first weekend, where it's just like games everywhere, and you're able to like go back and forth and find you know like competitive games and oh my god moments. But no,
0: I've I I want to watch a, the end now that we're kind of
1: yeah. I mean you've got uh we're down to Sweet Sixteen to Elite Eight, so Final Four will be done after this week. So you get two more weekends of it, so it's closing in. It really is.
0: But what the hell is happening?
1: Uh, well you've got the uh, NCAA tournament is ongoing, NFL free agency going buck wild devont was this last week or is it this week devontae adams it was not with last bay. week he's not with green bay anymore uh you've got Deshaun sean watson who is traded to the browns of course that's pending if he gets suspended or not for all the outstanding sexual abuse allegations that have been levied against him oh good so you have that uh, the New England Patriots have not really made much mo- movement in free agency, but they did bring back an oldie but a goodie. Malcolm Butler back with the New England Patriots. You ma- remember him from the goal line interception? That- I say
0: Tom Brady. Uh, no,
1: back. no, they didn't bring Tom Brady back. Tyreek Hill went from the Chiefs to the Dolphins. The Dolphins have really great wide receivers. And Tua Tagovailoa at quarterback.
0: Collar Kaepernick trying out again. Yes, he is. Doing workouts. Yes, he is. L- looking jacked as all hell. Yes, he is. He's got a tree trunk for an arm.
1: Yes, he's he's a uh, he's a stud,
0: but also you know probably not coming back. Yeah, but that's a different conversation.
1: True, also very true. So there's that. The Boston Red Sox uh, made a little bit of a splash in free agency as well. They picked up Trevor Story for 140 million dollars. They're going to have him playing second base. So Red Sox are being really really good in spring training ball right now. Good for them. Uh, opening days. Only a couple weeks away for them, so things are looking good for the Red Sox. They made I a splash in Freedom. I not
0: watch baseball. Correct. As I often do. Sometimes I go, Am I into this? And then the answer always comes back, No, you're not. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a boring sport.
1: Yeah. That's fair. It's America's pastime. It's good to just sit, drink beer, and eat hot dogs. Mm. Yeah. I mean, not much going on. Everything's just kind of going status quo. Unless you're the Celtics and you're just beating people up. I oh see my your god. Eyes.
0: Four game road trip. How many games did they win? Was it one? No. Was it two? No. Was it three? Nope. No, it was four motherfuckers. Yes. All four motherfuckers games. Ah. Whatever, that's awesome. Um but according to Tankathon, they have the most challenging schedule for the rest of the year. They are definitely gonna be in the top four. The top four in the east are definitely gonna be some combination of Miami, Philly, Milwaukee, and Boston. If I had to, you know, guess I would say it's gonna be Miami Milwaukee, Philly, Boston. Would be my you know that's my prediction for the top four or how we land. I mean, only depending on your team, Celtics only have nine games left. They are just surging. This really, it's it's so funny because you talk about a lot of these teams like, oh, Milwaukee has to figure out like uh, reintegrating Brooke Lopez into everything. Uh, Miami is also dealing with a lot of injuries and health stuff. Philadelphia is dealing with James Harden and Boston's like, I don't know, if Derek White could figure out his three point shot, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But they they're rolling. It is it's looking good. Um other cool stuff, Zion Williamson posted uh he's been out for the entire season, but he just posted a, a shirtless dunk photo on Insta. Yeah, and then it got taken down, I think. And he's slamming it down. In between the legs, boom! looking great portland sounds like they're going to be trying to trade for jeremy grant we'll see how that goes is to try and uh, build around damien lillard for the sake of this show i have a bit of a soft spot for jeremy grant because he's a comics guy so i just can't help but like him a bit i mean he's a good player but also i'm like ooh, we share similar interests sir we like basketball and comics yes we do <laughs> so i like that about him uh the lakers are terrible and that brings me joy although lebron did just pass um carl malone and he being the second time All-time score, And I hate the narrative that LeBron tries to put out. He's like, dude, no one thinks I'm a scorer, but here I am number two. Like, no, dude, everyone thinks you're a scorer. At worst, people are like, maybe he's the third or fourth best at all time. At the absolute worst. And at the absolute best, they say you're the best of all time. Yeah. You're within, like, the top four players in league history. Like, I feel like he's just, ever since, like, the last dance came out, he's been trying to do this whole thing of, like, no one believes in me, but, you know, I use that as fuel. Like, you're top four. What? What's some combination of, like, Jordan, LeBron, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain? Like, it's that combination of people in whatever order you want to put them in, and it's hard to argue against any one of those people. So shut up, I guess, LeBron, <laughs> is my point. <laughs> you're fine. You're one of the like top four best players of all time shut the hell up i don't know I'm that just... dunk
1: he ad the other night though was ridiculous did you see that the one over kevin love
0: yes <laughs>
1: yeah kevin love's like i'm gonna defend you no i'm not <laughs> now i'm on your poster
0: i'm just ready for the playoffs like it's oh i would also like to make this point i was talking to my wife about this the other night yeah i um, bitching about you specifically me yes what about me well, you've said this many, many times. You've said it many times in this podcast. The idea that like the season doesn't start until Christmas. That is bullshit. Like, there is a full arc to the season of where things were, where they go, where they end up. There is a full story in there. And it's not fair to just say, like, I just start watching it when like, people start getting it together. Like, that's not the full season. That's not what the story is. you got to take in the whole thing. No, but Christmas was,
1: what, three months ago?
0: Yeah, but there was still a story in there.
1: So like the, I feel the, like the season is a The story. first the first regular the first month of the regular season, no like mid November to mid December. It's like eh. yeah. There's but, not as much urgency. It's 6 it's 82 games. So
0: what if I don't watch the first 15? It's still a case of figuring out your team and figuring out the season and figuring out the play and how everything comes together. Nothing really. Things didn't fully come
1: together until they made their moves to the trade deadline.
0: Yeah, but that's still the trajectory.
1: There's still a full story
0: in there. You're just saying, like, I only want it when it's, like, getting down to the line. I don't buy into that. That's some horse shit.
1: Again, I think it has to do with just there's 82 games. It's a lot to get invested in. It's a lot to... You don't have to watch all 82 games to kind of have an understanding. Yeah. You think so? I think with football, it's different because you've got 17 games. This is like every game matters. Not all 82 games matter in an NBA season.
0: Maybe not every individual game, but the overall arc does. Yeah,
1: but I think the arc doesn't really start picking up steam until Christmas. No. All right. That's fair. We can agree to disagree.
0: To get to the point where the Celtics are... Like legitimate title contenders going yeah. from mediocrity into this. There's an arc there. There's there's a vibe. There's a feeling. There's a story. You got to just roll with the whole thing and just saying like, oh, when they started being good, that's what I was paying attention. Like you could do that. But I, I, I don't want to discredit the part where, you know, you follow the whole thing. Yeah. That's
1: my takeaway. I'm not fully disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I'm like, listen, <laughs> I just whatever. I'm not uh, semantics.
0: Like, this is why I stopped watching baseball. It was too long. Yeah. Too long of a season, too long of games. Let me tell you all the Red Sox players I could name. Not many. I am out <laughs> immediately. Mookie Betts. That's it. There you go. From three years ago. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Now that I've yelled at you. So we're going to move on from that to screaming at streaming, and we're going to talk Picard.
1: So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers? Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute. Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out. Cool.
0: For two seconds. Here I am. Here I'm not. I uh, I think this is the weakest one so far. I guess I'll just stop it with that. It's not bad, though.
1: No, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, the whole stuff with Gerardi implanting herself into the Borg. That is the best stuff. Yeah, that
0: I liked. Yeah, this, uh, the stuff with Gerardi, like, linking up with the Borg Queen was definitely interesting. And, like, the Borg Queen taking over the ship.
1: like in she's basically a disembodied head. And just, like oh, yeah, exactly. But when she was, like, shit. crawling around, that was kind of badass. Yeah,
0: it, it's very, like, much of a horror thing. And it looked cool. Uh, what else happened to this episode? I wrote down notes. Oh, who is the Watcher? It's Guinan. Yeah, it's got to be Guinan. <laughs> it's 100% Guinan. <laughs> like, look, if you found her Mark Twain times, you know what I would love it to be? Because we do know that uh, Brent Spiner is in the season uh, as a soon. We don't know which soon he is. Weird, An old, uh, yeah. Weird how they all look alike. But because they did bury Data- After their Mark Twain adventure, like picked him up like hundreds of years later and just kind of gloss over from there on. But if they just like dug up data, like, hey, data,
1: it's from time zero. We found him over here in this pit in San Francisco.
0: We got to disassemble you after this and put you back in a hole.
1: Wow. That's a good point. Yeah. They could totally just dig up data, but
0: it's Guinan. Oh, yeah. It's definitely Guinan. It has
1: to be Guinan. Well, Bits isn't like. Doesn't she even describe her race as watchers or listeners or I don't remember. I think at some point she had described them as such.
0: But I mean, uh, Patrick Stewart has also talked about filming multiple scenes with Whoopi Goldberg. I'm like, well, I saw you and you've one only been in her, one. So, yeah. You know, if it's multiples.
1: No, I mean, there's no it, way it's, it's not. It's Guinan. Yeah.
0: You think they'll de her for it? My guess is yes. Yes. Um, also, for a death that I don't think matters at all because they'll just resurrect him. And also, it's a character that um, I don't care at all about. They killed Eleanor.
1: He'll be back. Eleanor no more is what I said when it happened. Oh, oh Eleanor no more. <laughs> I felt clever. <sighs>
0: I I that character had very little to do in the last season. He's had very little to do in here. Honestly, if they just kept him dead, it'd be fine cuz he does basically nothing.
1: He beat the shit out of the security guards right quick.
0: He, he doesn't he doesn't do anything. It's fine. Just if you kept him dead and I don't think they're going to keep him dead, I don't care. Yeah. But I it didn't raise the stakes for me. It didn't like make me more emotionally involved I'm like, oh, that character that I um have barely seen is dead. Oh no. It, I don't know. I don't feel anything for it. No.
1: We got like a little taste of Q. I think we're gonna get like more pop ins from Q.
0: Yeah, I read an interview with him where he was saying it's like I thought when I was gonna be back it was just gonna be me and like Patrick Stewart do these like long dialogue scenes and it's not that I think he said he was in like what are these eight episodes? I think he said he was in six of them. But I mean we've seen two of them where he basically was in there for three seconds.
1: That's true. The one thing I think is interesting, though, we've never seen, like, what was Earth like right before, well, I mean, right now we see what Earth is like right before World War III. But, like, what led up to society collapsing and World War III and the post-atomic horror?
0: Well, World War III and Star Trek was in the 90s.
1: That's a good point. So we, we've done a good job of avoiding that so far. Because First Contact I, I, I was Day was thinking, not that long ago, right? It's, in,
0: I think it's like 30 years in the future but like world war three or like where khan was involved yeah it was in the 90s so i, I was thinking about this episode I'm like yeah hey, we have done a good job recovering from that are you looking up star trek dates
1: uh yes um world war three timeline and star trek lord world war three took place from 2026 to 2053 i think you're probably talking uh, about the eugenics wars yes that's what i was talking there about. you go
0: that was in the 90s
1: yes the eugenics wars took place According to Memory Alpha, the eugenics wars were a series of conflicts on Earth from 92 to 96. There you go. And
0: the show is in 2024. Yes. So in that, I mean, not quite middle ground, but middle-ish ground.
1: I don't know. Yes, those are my notes.
0: I'm enjoying the show overall, and I feel like I'm a, I don't, I don't know, based on the internet. Well, again, eight eight episodes.
1: It's episode three. So, you know, like, you're going to have a couple, like, we're getting ready to start the second act. I don't i don't know
0: reading kind of the internet which basically is worthless because a cesspool well i mean i don't really i post some thoughts on the internet but not like not that many but i feel like there was some backlash to season one and i i still like season one i think it is more positive than good and i think this second season, you mean more,
1: what do you mean more positive than good
0: or sorry more good than bad whatever
1: i could I be more positive if it's already good that means
0: it's great more good than bad yes and i i'm still feeling that with the second season we're getting more good than bad like there's nothing that's really like there's stuff that's making me like kind of raise an eyebrow i'm like oh going back to you know modern day earth like yeah we've done this before like that's kind of raising an eyebrow for me a little bit but it's not turning me off
1: no i mean it's not bad either i think we we haven't had our double dumbass on you yet (sighs) if we could not do that that's you know it's coming though you know it's coming that's such a bad scene (laughs) It's hilarious, though, at the same time.
0: <laughs> it's it's hilarious because it's terrible. Or, like, Spock, you know, doing the Vulcan nerve pinch on, like, the guy in the bus and all that shit. Like, yeah. I hope to avoid those things. Like, we don't need to homage everything. Like, I get we're doing already a Star Trek 4 thing here. Nuclear vessels.
1: Mm. It's very true. All right. Might it for a Picard. Yeah, that was a really bad checkoff. Vessel. Let's talk about monkey marriage. Mm.
0: All right, coming up this week. Why are we doing this? I don't know, because it's weird. That's why we're doing it. We're going to be doing Jimmy Olsen. Superman's pal. Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, number 98, I think. Where Jimmy Olsen marries a gorilla.
1: Forced into marrying a gorilla.
0: Indeed you do. Coming up at Jared's reading Corner. It's Jared's reading Corner.
1: All right, what was the story? You've, you've had me really read some bizarre shit on this show. This is up there. Yeah. This is up there. Well, I also glanced through the other part of the two part issue with. um, uh, I don't look at the other half. Oh, what the hell was his name? Tempest. Tempest. You know how I knew he was a bad guy? Because he had a pointy goatee.
0: Oh, there you go. Yes, this issue is broken up into two stories. One of them I did not read. One of them is all about how Jimmy Olsen has sex with a gorilla.
1: Well, they, they, well, never mind. So, anyway, we uh, see Jimmy Olsen and Superman on some. Well, Clark Kent? Not Clark, well, whatever. So, oh, what? Clark Kent and Superman are the same person? <laughs> what? Hey, what the hell? They're in the jungle and we're like, what's going on? And Jimmy Olsen's like, we're going to be attacked. And all of a sudden they find out that well, there's a movie being filmed. They're just there to cover a jungle movie for the Daily Planet. It's
0: very weird because, like, they roll in and uh, Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen are being carried around, like, on these stick, I don't know what you would call them, like, they're being supported by, like, four different, and for lack of a better term, because they use it 8,000 times, natives are carrying them around in these, like, these stick little carriages, and Superman is really lounging. Like, he is oh, just, yeah. like, deep in this, like, oh, so good, I just get to get carried around. Oh, yeah. and then, Which seems kind
1: of lazy for a guy who can fly and has superhuman strength.
0: And they come over the ridge, and they're like, and Jimmy Olsen's like, look, Clark, these natives are going to shish kebab that poor guy <laughs> uh, this white anglo-american who's
1: running the, from them as they are um throwing spears at him yeah as you would like also i feel like a spear is not a very effective jungle weapon with all the thick underbrush
0: well this whole um book is who boy
1: yeah well again when did it come uh, out
0: i don't want to look it up sometime
1: yeah a long time ago Racist, yeah, it's not very, it doesn't on hold a page up.
0: to page basis,
1: it doesn't hold up very well. So, anyway, Superman's like, No, no, we're here to actually. Sorry, Clark Kent is <laughs> outed Superman again. My bad. Clark Kent's like, Oh, no, no, we're here to cover the new movie that's being the new jungle movie, which apparently there's been a series of jungle movies by this director. He's like that, like, like jungle, ploy, jungle, ploytation. Um, I'm trying to think of how you would say it, like, you know, had, like, sexploitation. It'd be like jungle exploitation of the jungle culture. And they're like, oh, no, no, we're making a new jungle movie. And Jimmy Olsen's, oh, well, that's cool. I remember the time that you had me and Superman in a movie. And the guy's like, yeah, that movie bombed. The jungle movie with you and Superman is <laughs> bombed. And then they're
0: looking around like, oh, you have this big chest of treasures. Like, nope. is this, is this a movie prop? Like, no, it's just trinkets. Trinkets. <laughs> because these ignorant natives don't use our currency.
1: Yeah, we can just pay them to, with shiny things.
0: To be fair, they only call, um it's. It looks like a it, ver- it's relatively racist, but there is w- one point where they just flat out say like these ignorant natives. I'm like, oh hey, boy.
1: Yeah. Again, I don't know why you're having us read such controversial stuff on the show, but uh, I didn't know it was this bad. <laughs> Could you have audible at some point? Because as I was reading this, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... Wow.
0: Oh, yeah, boy. boy. No. Yeah,
1: truth, justice in the American way. My ass. So anyway... They pay them in trinkets. They pay them in trinkets and then also they also enter, mo- entertain them at night with movies, which all happen to be from the same director.
0: No, no. It's not from the same director. They are specifically jungle movies.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Bad jungle movies at that. And, How dare you? Well, okay. Except for the King Kong one. They were playing King Kong. and But they also bring in this giant monkey who loves to watch the movies. This <laughs> queen monkey is like their sacred idol woman.
0: Yeah. It's their god. Yeah. And, and she loves to watch King Kong. Well, why not? And also Jimmy Olsen, who wants to be part of this movie, he gets himself a leopard print toga and he starts swinging around and he falls into the water where there's also quicksand
1: underneath. Yeah. oh, yeah, he's like, i'm gonna hit, I need to hit my secret watch that'll call Superman to, to signal my watch aid. what? Signal watch. Signal secret, same thing. And he, it's a secret signal
0: watch. He pulls a bucket over his head underwater that still has some air in
1: it. Yeah, well, that doesn't last very long.
0: No, it wouldn't. I was no. just looking at that and like bad plan.
1: No, that's not going to last you very long at all. But then he gets rescued by the giant monkey, and the monkey falls in love with him because the monkey saw it in the movie, monkey see, monkey do, as you would. So
0: here's the funny thing about the 50s. <laughs> This is a real thing. Um, It was discovered that Mm -hmm. comic book covers that had gorillas on them sold better than other issues. So comic book companies just started putting gorillas on their covers, whether or not they had them or not. This is a real thing. Yeah. They just do better sales wise. And this one like fully leads into that. But what I think is kind of funny in the modern day is like that's basically every NFT. It's a
1: good point. That's a very good point. Shit just repeats itself.
0: 50s comics books with monkeys sold better. And, you know, that's 75% of NFTs are just monkeys in a baseball cap.
1: Wow. I'm going to start drawing some monkeys in a baseball cap. Mm, Good
0: luck. Especially because NFT prices are dropping hilariously. Uh, Uh,
1: That's fair. Oh, it's fair. I mean, anyway, moving on from NFTs back to the future, present, past moments. So this monkey's in love with Jimmy Olsen. He's like, hell no. So the monkey goes running off and throws a fit and stops traffic in the jungle. Apparently there's a four-way intersection, and this monkey plops her ass right down in the middle of this intersection and causes a big traffic jam. Yeah, seriously. So
0: Superman says, hey, you should marry this monkey to make it so this commotion is stopped?
1: Yeah, like Superman's plan here is to betroth Jimmy Olsen to this monkey to solve the traffic problems in this jungle
0: so in order to execute this superman gives jimmy olsen to the monkey the gorilla and
1: also conveniently for superman and inconveniently for jimmy olsen the local quote witch doctor quote is ill
0: so superman dresses up as a witch doctor cape and all it's as bad as you think it is it's
1: not good and performs the ceremony
0: where once the water boils in a
1: pot you're betrothed
0: and on top of this the movie director films it That too. And then also, I mean, it's
1: convenient to have a movie director there to film your wedding. Jimmy
0: Olsen's on and off again girlfriend, Lucy Lane, shows up. She's like, Oh, I thought you were going to get married to me. But instead, I'll make this veil out of mosquito netting and flowers for your gorilla bride.
1: Yeah. Who is like force feeding him bananas. This is a weird comic. Yeah. So Jimmy Olsen's like, Well, I have a plan to get out of this wedding. I'm going to, quote, cheat on my gorilla wife. And he gets thrown off a cliff by his gorilla wife. Well,
0: oh, you were, you were skipping a very well, big part.
1: So Superman marries them as yeah. a witch doctor. Um, I was hoping to avoid having to talk about this.
0: doesn't look good. And he leaves no, Jimmy Olsen with this gorilla on their wedding night and returns the next day. And um, that gorilla had sex with Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> There's no two ways around it. That happened. There was gorilla there was interspecies erotica and that gorilla had sex with Jimmy Olsen.
1: I don't necessarily believe your summation of the of the um the situation. He was saving himself for later in marriage. But then Jimmy Olsen pisses the gorilla off by showing a movie which King Kong throws somebody off a building.
0: No, it shows a movie where the the movie, oh, the movie he was where Jimmy Olsen bombed. was in that it bombed where a gorilla throws him off a cliff he's like hey Superman I need you to patrol this cliff he's like why he's like just do it Dick. and then literally one panel later he's, he's like, being thrown off this cliff that's such weird pacing because there's nothing in between he's like hey watch this tomorrow Superman goes okay I will next panel I'm patrolling it oh my god it's been thrown off
1: yeah exactly because he made the gorilla think that he was cheating on him with another gorilla so divorced yeah and everyone lives happily ever after until Jimmy Olsen has those child support <laughs> payments coming
0: yeah <laughs> Uh, this was upsetting from... <laughs> from pillar to post. From a, a race
1: aspect, from a... Animal Rights Act. <laughs> yeah,
0: that too. Um, pacing, good taste. It's kind of...
1: By kind of... It's, it's bad. straight Acro- up horrible.
0: It's across the board. Uh, not a thing that anyone should engage with.
1: No, it was not good. In fact, it was bad. It was very bad. It's weird.
0: I'll give it that.
1: Yes. It was super weird
0: not normal or good yeah don't i guess moral of the story is don't marry a gorilla deity and don't be outwardly racist towards other people and pay them in trinkets
1: yeah that seems like it's fair on point and all of the above <laughs> yeah, this,
0: is definitely, this definitely racks up there like they're like oh boy
1: yeah not good
0: um uh, the fifties were a bad time, I guess.
1: They weren't a good time for comics in this regard. I just mean in general. Like, oh well, 50s, yeah, that's, yeah. Greatest uh, Generation, my ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, look what you were doing.
1: <laughs> yeah, monkeys. Ew. All right, I would say this is a don't even bother.
0: Uh, I think it's up there for a insane novelty, but
1: don't go out of your way. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a weird ass thing that happened.
0: Yes, it is. Uh, Superman, the Witch Doctor cool
1: nice thanks for exposing me to that well we're gonna move on from there to your questions you got them we got them letters to the editors a lot of questions number one
0: damn few answers here's another one of your letters to the editors make it so if you want to ask us your own questions please do do it yes do it. Otherwise, um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't have an idol threat. You know, if you could, though. Like, yes. I, I appreciate the time. But if you want to do that, send them into editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. Yes. Questione for the week.
1: Please, please, please.
0: With the Oscars coming up, oh, what yeah. comic book movie do you feel like should have gone Oscar recognition that did not?
1: Hmm. It's a good question. I mean, you could talk about it from a couple of different standpoints, from like actors or from editing soundtrack.
0: In my mind, I didn't get that specific. I was just like, "What's a movie that or did generally get didn't get an
1: Oscar nomination and felt like it should?"
0: Well, here is my thing about the Oscars and talking about pop culture with like the blockbuster coming around, like with Jaws, kind of like being our. Tipping point over into like different movies. The biggest movie used to win. Sometimes it's not uncommon. Yeah, like Casablanca one One of your favorite movies, Ben Hur, which was like the biggest movie of all time. Yeah, that one. That was the Avengers Endgame of its time, and it brought it home. Yeah, like the biggest movie used to win. And not so no- much anymore. No, it's uh, really no longer the case. But if I'm talking about movies that I think maybe should have gotten recognition they didn't get, and also I am not comparing this to saying it should be best screenplay, it should be best director, it should be best picture, whatever. Just movies that I don't think got their annual due. Mm -hmm. And without going over the top with saying, like, every comic book movie ever. Uh, Let's go back in time. 1978, Superman. Yeah. I don't know what won in 1978. I don't look it up. This isn't a comparative thing. But I guarantee Superman stands out more as not only the blueprint, but... It's just a really well made movie. It's yeah. enjoyable as all hell. Like, there's a couple of different cuts of it. It's just, it stands out solid.
1: Yeah. The special effects in it are really good. It's just, it revolutionized several different things. I mean, the tagline is you'll believe a man can fly.
0: It, I know it's not like modern modern but it, it it is the movie that kicks off the idea of doing comic movies and it still stands up better than a lot of them one that to me feels like an Oscar movie but didn't get it's uh, I think it was nominated for like best adapted screenplay. Logan yes, that's Logan. what I was about to say
1: I was double checking to see what it was. I felt like there there could have been something in there for Patrick Stewart for best supporting actor, or even there's a lot to do. Hugh in there. Jackman is like best actor.
0: I mean, if you go to a lot of these like like AFI or IMDb like top movies of all time, they'll be like Shane is in there. Like this movie is fucking Shane, but it's better Shane. It's yeah, in- <laughs> that
1: movie that movie did not get enough. I think because of the stigma of it's a comic book movie.
0: That movie has like the the drama and like the performances and the character shit and like everything and like like beautiful imagery and it does a lot of stuff without it does a lot of show don't tell and it's really great and I yeah I think I mean Logan feels like an Oscar movie but you know we're just going to occasionally stab one someone in the head and also there's a guy with a robot arm yeah That movie, I feel like did not get. It's
1: no. I would. I'm interested. I'm gonna be interested because it's coming out at the beginning of the next Oscar cycle. Is the Batman? I feel like there might be something in there.
0: I don't know if there is. I am looking forward to rewatching that movie to kind of
1: validate your thoughts, reassess my thoughts. Okay, that's fair.
0: Because I feel like I came out of it feeling pretty good, and I feel like the more I think about it, the more negative I get. So I would like to. What about revisit my thoughts with that?
1: What about Into the Spider Verse for Best Animated Feature?
0: Was it nominated? Uh, I hope it. Sh- I have no idea. Did it win that? It should have. Whatever it was up against, it should have beat.
1: Yeah, I don't think I don't recall it winning an Oscar though. Into the. <laughs> Oh no! It did win the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature Film. Good, it should have. There we go. That movie never mind. On then. Rocks,
0: but I mean, compared to, like I said, like Ben Hur was like the biggest movie of all time. Like, I am curious when the transition. It must be the seventies where like the biggest movie stops getting nominated. Like, like I said, based on like a Jaws or a Star Wars or that kind of stuff. It must move away in the mid seventies from like the biggest movie, or like a, a Ben Hur would win. And Ben Hur is a great movie. Like insane Yeah.
1: <laughs> I
0: mean I have only seen Although it. I think
1: the special effects the special effects in Ten Commandments, which came out before that, I think were better with the Parting of the Red Sea and the fire and the plagues. But the chariot race yeah, in Ben Hur.
0: I mean I've only seen Ben Hur. Mm, Counted on one hand easily, like maybe three times. There's, I mean, that's what I remember is the there, chariot race. There
1: are some parts of that movie that drag.
0: <sighs> it's been a while, and like I've maybe seen it three times.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's almost four hours, so it was, there are parts of that movie that drag. But that was also like again going back to the fifties, there were a lot of sword and sandal epics that were in the fifties, and those that's what they were called. Like they like it was kind of that, and then westerns more in like the sixties, but.
0: I mean, I mean, not really moving outside of the world of genre movies, but, like, a step outside of, like, comic book movies. I don't know what Mad Max Fury Road didn't win, but it should have won them all. That also... That that movie, just... Yeah. Um, it's wonderful with its simplicity. It's like, we go to one end, and then we turn around. But there's also, like, themes of capitalism and, like, patriarchy and all this other shit in there. It's like, it's just, it's such a wonderfully... Simple but overly complicated movie and it whatever that movie didn't win, it should have won because that movie fucking rocks.
1: How do you really feel?
0: I love it. That's I a know top that's a top ten
1: movie yes, for me. I know it's in your it's on your short list.
0: Oh totally. I love that movie. I haven't watched it in a little while. I gotta watch that again. It's just, just so good.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. I
0: don't know. Do you have any other thoughts about
1: like Oscar Snubs? Oh, I think well no open it up in genre. I don't care. Endgame got uh Endgame got some love for some editing and special effects I think. Like opening up some genre stuff. Uh uh-huh. I
0: I can understand the compli- the complication with Endgame because it's like it's a culmination of so many things. Well, so, and like how do you judge it by itself but at the same time it's also done something that allow nothing me to else re- has
1: ever done. Allow me to retort. Return of the King. That won 11 Oscars. That was a <laughs> culmin- That was a body of work.
0: Yeah, that was the third in the series. Yeah,
1: I mean, was Return of the King really the best movie to come out that year?
0: Well, I mean, I think What's so funny for me was like the Lord I mean, of the Rings. I
1: mean, don't get me wrong. I love the shit out of that trilogy, and I love the shit out of that movie, but.
0: And, and uh, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but if you take if you talk about like the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit movies, I think um, their order of quality is literally one to six.
1: The what? Oh, the order yes. of
0: quality. I think Fellowship is the best, then Two Towers, then Return of the King, then the first Hobbit, then the second Hobbit, then the third Hobbit. It's one of the only, I think uh, that series line is just literally like the first one's the best and the sixth one's the worst. And everything else like literally just falls in line for me, quality-wise. Also that
1: year, like there are 10 movies nominated for Best Picture this year. In 2003, there were only five.
0: Yeah, they did up that.
1: Yeah, Lost in Translation, Master and Commander, Mystic River, and Sea Biscuit were the other movies that year.
0: Oh, Sea Biscuit's not very good. No, Mystic River I like. Uh, Lost in Translation I like. What were the other ones? Um, so Return of the King,
1: Master Commander, Lost in Translation. Oh,
0: Master Commander
1: is also fine. Mystic River and Sea So
0: there's like two. Fo- one yeah return of the king's the best one
1: but lord of the Rings, okay too bad all three lord of the rings movies got nominated for best picture two towers lost to chicago gangs of new york wow the early 2000s there were some good movies gangs of new york the pianist i
0: I rewatched gangs of new york like a year or two ago it's okay
1: uh a beautiful mind beat fellowship of the ring that but that was also kind of a weak year because you had godsford park in the bedroom and moulin rouge
0: Something I thought was hilarious. This is just for me personally, like watching A Beautiful Mind. It's supposed to be like in the 50s. Yeah. And they just um, had the exact Tupperware that my parents had. I'm like, how old is our Tupperware? Yeah. It, <laughs> no one else was going to look at, like, hey, that's the same Tupperware I have in my house. But I was just like, that's what we have. How old is this shit? What's this movie? How old is this movie think Tupper, it is? Tupperware
1: never goes old, man.
0: <laughs> oh, not that. It, it was very, I mean, it yeah. was very old looking, but whatever.
1: All right. Uh, Is that the show? That's the show. If you enjoy the show, go to patreon.com slash editor's note comics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it. Plus, you get access to stuff behind the paywall. Please rate, review, and subscribe on all your favorite podcasting apps. And send us your emails. We'll answer your questions and go off on side diatribes and tangents and other mighty mighty disjointed thought word salads like I am right now. Uh, And you can do that by emailing us at editorsnotecomics at gmail.com. And you can find Zach on the social media at Editor's Note Comics. Mostly Twitter. Actually, only Twitter.
0: Yeah, basically that one. Yep. I'm there sometimes. That's
1: true. You are.
0: Like a basketball stuff.
1: Yeah, it's true. You're going to be starting tweeting hotter and heavier as basketball moves along.
0: You know, so when I'm going to... um, we, It's come up occasionally. Like, I'm taking a vacation. We're, we'll still have an episode that week. We're just going to do a commentary track or something. Yes. But when I go on vacation to Hawaii... That's when the playoffs start, and it's also when Better Call Saul returns. I'm like, it's a long flight. <laughs> well, it's like when I'm already like in Hawaii, I'm like, huh.
1: We have a lot to catch up on when you get back.
0: <clears throat> it could be worse. I know. Yeah, of all the like, fucking first world problems, like, Better Saul Call Saul comes out when I'm in Hawaii. Ah, man.
1: You'll be that much closer to Russia. The
0: biggest problems I've ever had in my life.
1: You'll be on a volcanic island in the middle of the Pacific.
0: Yeah, I'll go visit Pearl Harbor.
1: Anyway. um, I'm doing that. There you go. Yeah, (laughs) well, you should. All right. Well, you didn't promote my Twitter. Oh, yeah, you're on Twitter. At Junior Rich, in which you'll see I got the wordle in one guest this week. That one pissed me off. I know exactly what
0: one you're talking about. Because that is my starting word sometimes, and I didn't use it that one.
1: I've used – well, I mean, we could say it now. It was there. Yeah, I know. I've been using that as my starting word. Now I have to change my starting word. I
0: know. That pisses me off because that was – like not my always starting word but my sometimes starting word
1: no see your strategy was off you use the same starting word until it is the starting word
0: no i don't do that like today my first guess was rusty
1: i'm go i've moved to row eight
0: yeah i gotta tell you it was not rusty no it was not rusty but i was so pissed off when i saw that i'm like one i can't use that as one of my guesses now because i know it's not going to be that yeah but two it's like i also use that word as a starting word sometimes and i now i i've it wasn't that day so I'm, I'm double pissed
1: yeah no it was i was so floored when i put it in and it was like as each tile turned over and it happened i ye- i was in school and i yelled out son of a bitch somebody from the next classroom came over and said "Is everything okay i'm like i just got the word on the one try And they flipped me off and walked away great all right we'll be back next week uh, i don't know what we're doing something no more monkey marriage no bye